Hallelujah. Let's praise the Lord. Amen. Let's worship him. Lord, we thank you, Lord. You're worthy, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. We praise you. Come on. We can do better than that. We worship you, Lord. We magnify thee, Lord Jesus. You're worthy, Lord Jesus. We call upon your name today, Lord. We give you glory. We give you praise today, Lord. You are worthy in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We could all stand all the way across these aisles. Amen. So thankful that you're in the house of the Lord with us tonight on this cold winter day, but we are one day closer to spring. Amen. It's going to warm up. I believe that tonight. Amen. Some of you guys like this cold, but not me. Not me. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that remote start. Amen. Just press that button. Get in your warm car. I got the heated seats too, so I'm like a real comp. I don't have the heated steering wheel, but I, I'm doing all right. Amen. I'm making it. Amen, amen, amen. I want to go to just one scripture very familiar with all of us. It's uh, 2 Timothy uh, chapter 4 and verse 7. Amen. If you would turn there with us. You have your Bibles, your phones, tablets, whatever you got tonight. Amen. Let's turn to the screens. It says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept my faith. I think one of these, these are the words that we would all like to say before we go from this place to eternity, amen? I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Lift your hands up in the air. Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, in your holy name. We thank you for the church, Lord. We thank you for salvation, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Have your way in this place, Lord minister to the needs that are in this place, Lord. Speak to our hearts. Speak to our minds, Lord. Let the Spirit flow tonight, Lord, in your holy name as we lift you up, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, for you are our all and you are everything. We give you glory today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give someone a high five before you're seated. Amen. <laughs> It's the coronavirus hi-fi. There's no slap. There's just a, it's the air thing, right? Amen. That's what we got. Different times we're living in. Amen? Amen. But God is in the midst of all of this, and I believe that today. So I'm glad you're here tonight. I'm glad you made your way out to the house of the Lord. Those that are homesick, I'm glad that you're, you're watching tonight. And uh, I believe God is moving in a special way. I believe God knows what's going on, amen? He is my strength. He is my all. He is my everything. And I believe that we are living in times that we are fighting. It's a time to be fighting in the spiritual realm, maybe not fighting with each other or fighting at home or fighting with your spouse, but it is a time to fight in the spirit because we are, things are coming against the church. People are coming against all of us today, so it's time to be in battle. It's time to have a mindset of battle. And I'm thankful today that we are in the February month of prayer and fasting. I think it is so important what we are doing. It aligns us with who we are. It aligns us where we should be spiritually. It speaks to our heart. It, it cuts some things off in our lives that, that need to be cut off. So we are in a battle, church. There's a spiritual realm that we don't see at times. There's, there's angels in this place. We may not see them, but it doesn't mean that they're not here. 
God's presence is in this place. He knows what he's doing tonight. Amen? Hallelujah. So we are in a battle today. And I think of the times that we're living in is so different than what it was when I was growing up. I remember, I remember the, the phones. You used to just dial the phone. Remember the rotary dial phones? It'd take you forever to get all those numbers in there, and you dial all of it in there. And if you messed up, you got to hang up the phone. you got to start all over. And then the, 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 the thing you held on to was like, a, it was like a, a, a bat. You know, if someone broke into your home, you could actually use it as a, as a club, to, you know, to knock them out. And I remember, too, that the phone, you know, the, in my house, the phone line was only so long. So you couldn't go very far with that phone. So you had to stay in one place as you moved around. And, and you wanted to walk around or sit on the couch. No, you had to stand there. And, and if I was talking to my girlfriend and they're talking for a long time, you're, you're getting tired of standing and all that stuff. And some of these young people are like, I have no idea what he's even talking about. And then we moved up in technology. We got the, the longer line. It was like a really long line that you could actually go to room to room to room, and you could walk around, and you, could, you felt like you had this type of freedom that you never had before. And then again, if I was on the phone with my girlfriend or something, I'd be talking on the phone and be, you know, you're concentrating on her, and you're, the next thing you know, you got the phone all wrapped around you. You young people have no idea what I'm talking about. And you're, you got one, one arm that's, you got a big muscle on the one arm because that's where the phone, you're, you're holding the phone, so that's, it's like, a, it's like a weight that's in your arm. And then I remember we moved to the cordless phone, and we had voicemail and all that kind of stuff, and, and it was like, you know, this was, I could actually go out on the porch and talk on the phone and close the door, and nobody would hear me talk. But then if I got off my porch, it would cut off the phone, and then, then I lose that call. People think I hung up on them. So you kids have no idea how good you have it. So we have moved up in a different technology. Now we got the smartphones, and we got emails, and we got Twitter accounts, and we got Facebook, and we got Instagram, and we got multiple emails, and we got, we got multiple passwords where you have to keep all your passwords stored in one place. And, and you, I, I got multiple phones, and one's ringing. I don't know which one's ringing, and, and all that stuff. We're, just, we're so bombarded by all this technology and all this stuff going on. We got the media, we got the news, we got the politics, we got all these things going on. And now we got the kids at home, they're learning it, they're learning at home and they're on Zoom and now you got parents that are working at home and then they're they got kids that are pulling on them and and it's just it's a crazy time we're living in. It's really like an upside down world. It's it's totally and I think it's 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 changed the family unit. And I keep talking about it over and over again, but it does. It has changed the family unit. We're all bombarded by all these things that are going on, by all, all the media that has all our attention, and we're distracted from God. We're distracted from what God is trying to do in this place. We're distracted by what God is speaking to us in our lives. And if you look at it, the animals don't have this problem. My squirrel's up in a tree eating a nut. That's all he's got to worry about. He's got his little cachet of nuts. He eats those nuts. He's good for the day. He takes a nap. He's all set. The birds in the air, God feeds them. They're all set. They, they, they got it going on. Amen? But us, we are bombarded by all this stuff. 
And I'm at the point, and I'm hearing more and more people talk about it, where they're, they're shutting it all down. They're, they're pushing it away. They don't want to know about the politics. They don't want to know about the news. They want to shut off the phone, shut off the TV. That's where I'm at. Amen? I want to get in tune to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I want to get in tune to what God wants to do with my life, with your life. Hallelujah. I want to get in tune to what God wants to do in this place. Hallelujah. So it's affecting our, our children. It's affecting adults. It's, a, it's affecting all of us. People are angry. People are frustrated. People in the store, all these things. It's just a different world. I went to the bank the other day, and I, I had my mask on. It was like, I'm going to a bank with a mask on. <laughs> you know, should I have my hands up and say, you know, don't shoot or, or don't push the button? You know, we're all right. It's okay. And I realized they all got masks on too. And I even told both tellers, I said, it looks like we're all bank robbers, you know. And they're like, don't say that word. <laughs> we might push the button. But we're just living in an upside-down world today. We need a refreshing. We need restoration. Hallelujah. We need to be able to push this stuff away. I know a peacemaker tonight. I know a waymaker tonight. Hallelujah. I know a God, hallelujah, that is a restorer. He's a refresher. He's a healer. He's a mighty God. Hallelujah. And he's in this place. He's able to calm the storms that are in our lives. And I believe that he's here today. So maybe you're here today and I'm speaking to you. Maybe you're, you're fidgety. Maybe you're frightened with all the things that are going on. Maybe you're restless. Maybe you're, you're worried about tomorrow. Maybe you're, you're worried about all these things. And I want to talk about it tonight. I want to look at something that we, 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 we are adapters. We adapt to our surroundings. We've been, we begin to adapt to our situation. Our circumstance might not be very good, but we adapt to it. Amen? We might adapt to certain situations. We maybe accept those situations. But I want you to know that God doesn't always accept those situations. Some things we shouldn't adapt to. Amen? If you are in a, if you're in a uh, have a spouse that's beating you, that's not something that you adapt to. Hallelujah. If God told you that he's going to heal you, you don't adapt to it and say, no, I'm not even going to press towards the mark. But you, you follow the Lord's leading, amen, and you press towards. If God tells you something, I want you to search it out. I don't want you to give up today. I don't want you to adapt to your condition, but I want you to strike out and move towards it. Amen. I want victory in my life. The Bible says that we are more than an overcomer. Hallelujah. But there is a thing with us that we get comfortable in our situation. We adapt to it. And so we, we don't want to change from that situation. And there's times in our lives that we shouldn't adapt. There's times in our life that we need to branch out. There's times in our life that we need to think outside of the box. Amen? If, if, if I'm missing church all the time, I don't need to adapt and just stay in that situation, but I need to step out of the box and start coming to church more. If I'm not hearing from God anymore and I feel like he's just so distant, then maybe my prayer life's not aligned right. Maybe I need to be getting to push some things away. Maybe I'm distracted by other things and I need to focus on God. Maybe I need to simplify my life a little bit and make some changes. But we are adapters today. We adapt to our misery. We adapt 
to uh, relationships. We, uh, we adapt to things that they just become normal when they're not supposed to be normal. We adapt to difficulty. We, we adapt to circumstances. But God doesn't want us to always adapt tonight. I think about God sometimes, and I think they, the Bible says that he is the almighty God. And he can do all things. That's what the Bible says. He can do all things. Through him we can move mountains. And I think about God sometimes that he's just sitting there at times waiting for someone to activate that faith. Waiting for someone to just, just, to, just to call him out on who he is. Amen? If I was God, I would, I'd be like, I'd just been waiting for someone to come along. Just try me. Amen? Try, me, try God in your finances. Try God in a marriage that's not working out. Try God and search him out. He will make a change where there seems to be no, no, no way of, of a change. God is a mighty God. Amen. I want to press towards the mark today. God is in the business of deliverance. God is a change breaker today. God is a mountain mover tonight. Amen. God is a mighty God. He is the almighty God. Hallelujah. 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 Some of us are great at helping others. We help others all the time. We're always doing things for others. But, but what about you? You do things for others all the time, and then what about you? You have, you have no time for yourself, and then so that balance is all off, and, you, and one little thing that happens to you, and it sets you off, and you're off in a whole other world. And that's the time that we're living in today. There's people that are lonely today. They're frustrated. They're, they're tired. It's, it's, they're throwing in the flag. It's a, it's a different time that we're living in today. There's people that are lonely, and I'm telling you tonight, if you're lonely, don't adapt to where you're at today. There's a God that's bigger than your loneliest. There's a God that's bigger than depression. There's a God bigger than anxiety today. There is a God that's bigger tonight. Don't, flow in the, don't throw in the flag, the flag tonight. Hallelujah. I think tonight about the woman with the issue of blood. A lot of us understand that story. We've heard it from time and time again, and I think about her with the issue of blood that, that her condition was bad. She went to all the doctors. She searched it out. She, she spent all the money that she could, she could spend, and, and she did everything that she could. And then here she hears that Jesus is coming on by. Jesus is going to be coming by, and so she positioned herself in the right place so she could get a touch from God. She pressed towards Jesus. She, the Bible says that she pressed through the crowd. She pressed through all those things. I don't know what her condition was. I don't know how hard it was for her to even stand up and make that trip down to where Jesus was. But I know that she was determined to make that trip. I know that she was set that I'm going to do this no matter what. I'm going to get up and I'm going to touch the hem of his garment. And she believed that. She had the belief inside of her that if I can only touch the hem of his garment, I will be saved. If I could just get to Jesus wherever he's at, if I could just touch him, my situation will be changed. She had the faith if she could just touch his hem. And I think about that. I think about that story that speaks to my own faith. Do I have that same faith that I believe that if I come down to an altar that I'm going to touch God and my situation is going to change? 
I believe we need to get to a place where we're the same way as that woman. Hallelujah. If the Word says it, I'm going to believe it. If the Word says that he's a healer, I'm going to come down an altar, and I'm going to believe it. Hallelujah. I'm not going to be afraid of it. I'm going to have the boldness. In fact, I'm going to leave my house with the perspective that I'm getting healed. I spoke about this before that when I was, when I was in a church, pastor in a church, there was a lady that came into our church, and she uh, she. She came in with a, a funny shoe in her hand, and it was this unusual shoe, and I'm like, what's that? It had, like, platforms on the bottom, and, and it was just very unusual. And she came into our church, and she said that she, uh, she, when she was born, she, one leg was shorter than the other, so she always walked with this limp, always had this limp that she walked with. And she went to a tent revival one time, and she, she said when she, she was frustrated with God and everything, that she went to church, to church, to church, trying to get healed. She wasn't getting healed. She was struggling with that. And uh, she said that she finally, one day she woke up and she said, I feel that God's going to heal me tonight. God is going to heal me. I'm going to this tent revival, and I'm getting healed. And her neighbor says, ah, you're a fool. You've said that many times. You're a fool thinking that God's going to heal you. Well, I want you to know that she went to that tent revival, and she got her healing, and she came home walking with her shoe, hallelujah, and she came walking, hallelujah, flat-footed, hallelujah, no longer limping. I want you to know that God is still a healer tonight. He's still a way maker. I want to believe it tonight. I want to believe the Word. I want to stand upon His Word. I want to activate it in my faith. Hallelujah. She proved all her neighbors wrong. Hallelujah. Look at my situation. I no, I no longer walk with a limp. Amen. That's a testimony of what God can do. I want to press forward. Amen. I, whatever the situation is, maybe there's an obstacle in your life, and, you need to, and it looks like a crown. It looks like you can't get to Jesus, but I want you to know if you just press forward, God's going to meet you halfway. I believe that each step that she took as she walked towards God to Jesus, hallelujah, I believe God was walking towards her. Every step that she took, he was getting closer to her. Amen, 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 amen. I want to have the bold faith tonight. I want to step out like Jesus, amen. I want to believe who he is. I want to believe for his word. Hallelujah. If he said that he can do it, I want to believe it tonight. Amen. The issue of blood. The issue of blood. She could have just adapted. She could have just said, this is my situation. I've been through all the doctors. I've been, I've been through all this, these things. Jesus is coming by. I don't need Jesus. I want you to know we need Jesus. We need him in our lives today. We have conditions that only God can, can mend. We have, we have people that are lonely, that are, that are down and out, that only God can move in that situation. Do you still believe? That's the question. Do you still believe? Do you believe like that woman believed? That questions my faith tonight. Do I believe like that woman believes? Do I believe that if I could just touch him, if I could just be in his presence, my situation will change? If I would just come to an altar of repentance, will my life change? Yes, it will change. It has changed for me. Amen. God has made so many changes in my life that I, wanna, I just want to believe it tonight. Amen. I don't want to question it. I just want to step forward in faith. I don't want to fear an altar. I don't want to fear a church. I don't want to fear being baptized. I don't want to fear the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. She pressed through the crowd. 
She fought with everything within her. She used every resource, every amount of energy. She calculated. She mapped it out. She looked at it. How am I going to do this? I must reach him. I must touch his hem. And I want to do that tonight. I want to reach for him. In the February that we're in a prayer and fasting, I want to go deeper in the Lord. Amen. I want to reach into a deeper place. Amen. I don't want to accept certain, certain things in my life, but I want to press forward. Hallelujah. She was convinced if I could just press through, if I could just get through the crowd, if I could just get there. Amen. Hallelujah. She didn't accept her condition. I don't want to accept certain things in my life. Amen. I want to press forward. I think of Hannah in the Bible. She couldn't have, have a child. And the Bible says that, that God shut up her womb. Sometimes some of the things that God does gets our attention so we will do something for God to test our faith, to see where we're at, to, to help us grow, to make us, make us stronger. So Hannah's womb was shut up. She couldn't have a child, and she prayed to God. She prayed and prayed and prayed, and she, couldn't, she, was, she was being mocked. She had all these things going on, and she just kept praying. She kept trusting the Lord, and she went to Eli, and Eli thought she was drunk. Because she was just, she was, her mouth was moving, but she wasn't speaking. So Eli thought, what are you doing when you're drunk? She said, I'm not drunk. Hallelujah. I want a child. I believe in God. I, I believe God can give me a child. I believe God can open up my womb and change my situation. And Eli told her that God's going to do that. Hallelujah. That God's going to open up your womb and you're going to have a child. But what if she never did that? What if she never pressed forward like that? What if she never did any of those prayers? What if she said, hey, this is just my lot. I'm just going to adapt to this situation. I'm just going to. She didn't do that. She trusted the Lord. I want to trust him tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. I think of Hannah. She had more children after that. And the thing about Hannah that, that, that strikes me unusual too is that she said, if you would just give me a child, Lord, I will give it unto you. I will give this child back to you. You imagine having to do that? You've been waiting for a child all this time, and then now you're going you're gonna, to uh, feed that baby for a little while, and then you're going to give it to the church? And you're, not, you're going to see that child, but you're not so much involved with that child anymore. Could you imagine that? And the thing is, is that a lot of people don't realize is that the church at that time was very corrupt. There was a lot of things that were going on during that time. Was I don't think I would give my child to the church at that time. Things weren't all that good. But she did. And she honored God, and then God honored her. So sometimes we have to step forward and just believe God when it seems crazy. Sometimes when everybody's telling us, no, it ain't going to happen in your life, you might as well just to adapt to your situation. That's when you need to jump up and down and say, no, my God is bigger than my situation. Hallelujah. God can make a way where there seems to be no way. He is God. He is almighty. His word says it. I'm going to stand on it. I'm going to press through. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to change my situation. If my child is lost, I'm coming to an altar. If I need a healing, I'm I'm going to believe God for it. I'm going to stand on God's word tonight. He is able tonight. He is able to do all and everything. Hallelujah. If we would just believe tonight. Amen, 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 amen. God, change my situation. Move in my situation. Mold me, shape me tonight. Amen. I think of Jesus tonight that he did all he could, amen. He didn't adapt. He was, he was going forward. He was going forward in a spiritual change.
He gave everything. He gave, he gave his all for you and I. And, we, and we, I think we get it mixed up sometimes where, you know, the Bible says that Jesus is God manifested in the flesh, and he is. He is God manifested in the flesh, but he feels pain just like we do. He feels loneliness just like we do. He feels all those things. He went through all of that as a human being, not as God. So think about it. When he's in the Garden of Gethsemane and he's praying, and, and he, it, it, the Bible says that he's praying so hard, it's like, it's like drops of blood. What's he praying about? What's he praying about? He's praying about you and I. He's praying about the souls that need to be one. He's praying about those that need to reach out to him. He's praying for those that need to touch the hem of his garment. He's praying for those that are lonely tonight. He's praying for those that are depressed. He's praying for those that need a change in their life. And the only change is Jesus. He's the only change. And so I figure with all the things that Jesus did, he gave us all. Hallelujah. Why? Why did he do that? So we could have salvation. So we could have deliverance. But why? Why did he do that? Because there is a hell, and it's not made for you and I. And he made a place for you and I, and it's called heaven. And that's what I'm pressing towards today. And I don't want anything to get in my way. I want to make heaven my home. I want to bring my family with me. I want my children with me. I want my neighbors with me. I want my parents with me. Hallelujah. I want to be with God. Jesus gave his all. He gave everything. He, did, he laid it upon the cross, and he surrendered all. He could have called angels down. He could have did all these things, but he said, nope, I'm going to stand there. on it. You can nail me to this cross. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to say a word. You can go ahead and nail me to the cross. He gave everything. He gave all. He gave everything he had. And so the question is tonight, what are you willing to give him? He gave everything. What are you willing tonight to give him? Are you willing to come to an altar? Are you willing to be baptized in Jesus' name? Are you willing to surrender and say, God, I need you in my situation. I'm struggling with it. I'm struggling with it. I'm not, I'm not ready to adapt. I'm not ready to just fit in a situation, but I want to I break free. I want my chains to be removed. Hallelujah. I want to be free and free indeed, just like the Bible says. But there's got to be a way that we're willing to do it. We're willing to come to an altar. We're willing to make some changes in our lives. We're willing to, the friends that maybe we have, we're willing to push our friends away to say, no, you're not good for my relationship with God. You're keeping me away from the church. You're getting me involved in stuff that I shouldn't be involved in. I want to push you away. And don't take it wrong, but I want to get closer to God. I don't want to lose out because we are in the last days. It's not a time to wonder if you're saved or not. It's not a time tonight. It's time to get right with God. It's time to come to an altar of repentance and say, God, change me, mold me, hallelujah. Make me a new creature in you. Hallelujah. Jesus gave it all. Hannah gave it all. And the woman with no name, with the issue of blood, she gave her all. She gave her everything. Hallelujah. As the musicians come tonight. <coughs> Hallelujah. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. Someone that maybe hurts. Someone might have 
anxiety, someone that's lonely today, someone that has addictions, someone that has disappointments, disappointments that were over and over again. Maybe it's insecurities in your life. I want you to know that God, hallelujah, mends all wounds. He is the healing balm tonight. He is the way maker. Hallelujah. That, that, that the empty spot you have in your soul, God is the only thing that can fill that tonight because he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He knows all things, and I'm so thankful that he does. That means he knows my situation. He knows my circumstances. He knows where I'm at tonight. I'm not alone. I'm not by myself. I may be in an apartment tonight, and I'm all alone. It's just me. No, you're not. God is with you. God's presence is there. You can, you can lift your hands up and begin to worship him and feel him today and say, God, move in my situation. Move in my circumstances. Hallelujah. You are with me, Lord. You are with me, Lord. Hallelujah. I might not be talking to everybody here, but I want to talk to someone that wants to go deeper that wants to have the faith of this woman with the issue of blood, that wants to press through to a new level, that wants to press through to a deeper relationship, that wants to press through to a greater faith. I think of that woman tonight. Maybe she had children. Maybe she had a family to take care of, and she knew she's not going to be able to do this. She knew that she, she, had, to, she had to do something. She was desperate. She was desperate. I want to be desperate tonight. Hallelujah. I don't want ordinary church like pastor's been saying. No more ordinary church. No more, no more dead church. I agree with him tonight. I don't want to have ordinary church. I don't want to have an ordinary service. I don't want to have ordinary, ordinary prayer anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. What does it cost you tonight? You came here tonight and it cost you something. If you're here tonight, I believe God wants to bless you tonight, but I, want to, I believe God wants you to press forward and get a blessing that he never even had. If you just come forward tonight, whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're facing, I know a God. I said, I know a God that's alive and on the throne.